Warning. Please note that this podcast contains strong language and touches on many topics that may not be considered appropriate for a work environment. If you choose to listen to this podcast where you can be overheard, we are not responsible for the consequences of your decision. You've been warned. Everything is fucked and everybody sucks. Hey, that's that, a little harsh. But fair, harsh. Yeah. yeah. This is a We All Have Next Chromosome. My name is Bill. I'm Noelle. Bill is still trying to die. And this week we have our associate producer Brian on with us, too. Hi, everybody. Um, for those that are on Patreon, you will know him from the sandwich episode that was put on Patreon. He has been our link wrangler and general help with the podcast. But based on the events that happened this last, this recent week, uh, we wanted him on the show with us this week. Um, I'm just going to go through and hammer out all the business solo so we get out of the way. We are spon- we have a sponsor this week we, for the rest of the month of August, Copper Frog Games. They are, um, they've been helped, they helped out a lot with getting everything squared away with my computer. So we are trying to go through, get the everything edited properly and out the door, getting everything done. So they are currently a little over, they are currently a little bit over 50% of their Kickstarter goal of 12,500. As of 8.21 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on 8.6.2019, they're currently at $6,674. So go help them out. Their Kickstarter is located at www.kickstarter.com forward slash projects forward slash copper frog games forward slash chiseled dash a dash deck dash thing dash game. Uh, I know Mike. Mike is a great dude in general. So help them out with supporting his Kickstarter. He just there's Gen Con, so get that out. On our notes, um, we are located on the web at www.xchromosomepodcast.com. Uh, visit our website. It's got links to all of our social media and our Patreon and our PayPal. Thank you for our Patreon supporters. You come through every month to help us out, um, and it's greatly appreciated. Yes. Also, I want to let everybody know still go through and write us at write us at, at the email address write us at xchromosomepodcast.com we want to hear your stories we want to give you a platform we want to get your questions feedbacks comments concerns now this last week the shit hit the fan yes yeah metaphorically proverbially literally probably somewhere anyway with the results of everything that has gone through in the United States uh, we got together to try to figure out what we wanted to talk about. Um, there were last week there were shootings in Mississippi and New York. This week there were shootings 
in El Paso and Dayton. And now, and Chicago and okay, violent extremists keep shooting people and that has to stop. Brian has a little bit of perspective of this because he happened to be in Texas before showing up in back home near Dayton with a layover in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday I flew out of Austin international airport. I had a two hour layover at O'Hare in Chicago and flew into Dayton. I got home. I chilled. I lay down to go to bed. I remember laying down, going to bed right about the time stuff happened downtown here and i heard sirens going off and i was just like oh didn't think much of it because there's a fire station and a police station like a block away i got up sunday morning to the news that oh look there was a shooting in a mass shooting in el paso because somebody went to a walmart with an ak-47 and shot what 20 some odd people there was then the shooting in dayton downtown the oregon district where one man in, from what I understand from police timelines, 30 seconds killed nine people and caused injuries to 27 others. And there was also at least two to three separate shooting incidents that may be related at a park, at a playground at 1 a.m. in Chicago. It was just eerie and terrible. Horrifying. Brian is a friend of mine. This is where I come in. I knew he was leaving Texas, so I was not concerned. I have friends in Texas. I don't believe I know a whole bunch of people in El Paso. My Texas friends checked in. I'm at fair. Everything's okay. I have some personal shit I go through. Um, if you're a Patreon, you're aware of my personal shit. Um, and I start I'm up at fuck all early Sunday morning. Um, and I'm scrolling through Facebook trying to get chilled back out so I can get a couple more hours sleep. And I'm seeing all these, I see the posts from people I know through ORF and cast there and people who live and work in Dayton. Are you okay? Are you okay? My Discord game has um, not only Brian in it, but another friend who lives right there in within earshot of everything that went down. Is, is everybody okay? I can't get, she said, she messaged the server, I can't get a hold of one of my friends and I'm scared. I didn't realize, well, I knew, but I didn't realize how close I was on a lot of levels to losing people I know and care about. Um, one of my friends from FAIR was in class, was a classmate of, and I'm an asshole because I don't know her name, the sister. Um, and that's just, that's how close this was. It's just horrifying. I mean, it's horrifying every time, but then... It happens, and you realize it. It happens in your backyard. It's that much more intense. I know how you guys are feeling in this regard. Um, I was at <clears throat> I was at work during the Boston Marathon bombing. Um, it was actually was it could have been a day off for my department. We didn't have to actually come in to do work, but I chose not to use vacation time. And went on Marathon Monday. Um, we had many people from our company that were running the marathon. Um, almost every one of them either finished the marathon or didn't get to the area of the bombing when they were going through and running in the marathon. <clears throat> um, no one I personally knew got hurt, 
However, the actual shootout between cops and the bomber happened about a block and a half away from where I lived in Watertown at the time. And that was after the report that they had killed a Somerville police officer. It just all fucking sucks. And you feel like there's nothing that you could do when your hands are tied. Yeah, it's... I'm four hours away. I'm dealing with personal shit. And I want to be there for my friends. I want to leave. I want to go and be with my community. Some of my thoughts are... How are we supposed to be safe? How am I supposed to go to work at Fair at Great Lakes and feel safe? How am I supposed to do my mon- my my mundane job or go to the grocery store and feel safe? Where can we go where we are not at constant risk of death? It was you know bad before, but this this is so much worse. It's I just want to say that I'm I'm super proud of. Mayor Nan Waitley and the people at the vigil who stood up for all the victims of um, mass gun violence in Ohio and elsewhere. But we can only do so much. Um, I expect them to do more if Trump actually figures out where Dayton is and shows up. <clears throat> no, he was too busy having a rally in Cincinnati. Yeah. That's that's even better. He was in Cincinnati last week, and then this happens yesterday. Just up, he was in yesterday. Cincinnati yesterday for a rally. Yeah, and couldn't go to Dayton. Couldn't Megan? Yeah, not that we really want him here, but but his no, heart goes out don't. to Toledo. That's just he does not care. But there in Dayton, um, friends of mine were at the rally. I am proud of all of them who had the strength to go. And I am proud of every member of Buckeye Nation and every resident of the Gem City who looked Governor DeWine in the eye and chanted, do something. I am. That's my Ohio. We've had enough. We're a weird state. You know, we we have astronauts and, and Jeffrey Dahmer and Toni Morrison and Richard Grohl. We have a, a bizarre legacy, but we also know when enough is enough. Yeah. And long past time to do something and i cannot wait to see the footage from wednesday if he shows up if he is welcome in the city if they make space for him because i anticipate him being shouted down uh dayton is a very divided city i've done some research and i lived in the area and i know that one side of the river is very very white and very much the home of uh people like uh, Brock Turner, convicted rapist, under-penalized, under-sentenced rapist. Um, and the other side is predominantly poor and black. And the Oregon District is one of those places where college students and people of a bunch of different backgrounds can mix and mingle. It's, the, it's really the heart of the city. Um, it's a beautiful street. Um, that's just ugh. I I am so angry. I don't have words. I'm so disgusted. I don't know what to do. Besides, be angry, and besides, go at people who are like, "Oh, he's a liberal. He was an Elizabeth Warren supporter." No, he's a violent misogynist. There is nothing leftist about his ideology. Nothing at all. Um, and from my true crime background, I looked at that. He killed his sister. She was the target. 
and then he went after everyone else. She something about her and the way she was living her life upset him. And I don't know what that is. There's a theory that he was very anti interracial couples. I don't know how much credence to give that. We're gonna let the cops do their shit. Um because that's what crime crime scene investigators are for and that's what detectives are for. That's their job. But So, Noelle, you're a woman. Yes. Um it's I, been brought out recently. I need to ask you, does this make you upset enough that you want to go get a gun and shoot up a bunch of people? Uh no. No. I mean, I've I am murderously angry, don't get me wrong. Um because that's the the only way to describe the level of anger, but I'm not going to go get a gun and I'm not going to go shoot up anything. Um I play violent video games, you know, being constantly disenfranchised by by the Republican Party uh for being a woman. So, I'm marginalized and um disenfranchised not as much as others, but you don't see black women shooting up places either. You don't see trans people who are bullied and violently disenfranchised, and some of whom play violent video games. Oh, and that bitch. Oh. Mm. Uh, yeah. I'm allowed to say that bitch, right? You, oh, that <laughs> bitch. Oh my god. I'm so excited about her. Um, there's a... It, it's weird to say I'm excited about a horrible, misogynistic pile of trash. Um, but her name is Candace Keller, and she is a Republican, and she represents Middletown in Ohio's General Assembly. This steaming pile of garbage is being asked to resign by the Ohio Republican Party Chair Jane Timken. Wow. Uh, d- dateline, uh, August 5th, August 5th, 2019. Latest update on the article I'm pulled up from uh, NBC4 out of Columbus. She posted this screed. I'm not going to read it because I don't want to put filth in my mouth like uh, Jules in Pulp Fiction. I ain't, I ain't touching that shit. No, it might as well be ratchet. Not putting it in my mouth. But she, this is from uh, Ohio GOP Chair Jane Timken in response. While our nation was in utter shock over the acts of violence in El Paso and Dayton, Republican State Representative Candace Keller took to social media to state why she thought these action these acts were happening. Candace Keller's Facebook post were, was Facebook post was shocking and utterly unjustifiable. Our nation is reeling from these senseless acts of violence, and public servants should be working to bring our communities together, not promoting divisiveness. I am calling on Candace Keller to resign. Statement Damn. from her, uh, David Yost. Our attorney, Ohio Attorney General David Yost has also responded to her with a succinct tweet that states, No, ma'am, the blame belongs to the evil man who killed those people. Her post has since been deleted, but it's screenshotted a bunch of places. NBC4 has reached out to Representative Keller for comment, and we have not heard back. Probably because she has dug a hole and pulled the earth uh, in on top of her. One can hope she'll stay there. Okay. Um, so... In regards to the El Paso County shootings, the uh, Sheriff Richard Wiles. Um, This Anglo man came here to kill Hispanics. I am outraged, and you should be too. This entire nation should be outraged. In this day and age, with all the serious issues we face, we are still confronted with people who will kill another 
for sole reason of the color of their skin. I fear things will not get better. Not pointing out anyone in particular, but I'm sick of people jumping in front of cameras, offering prayers and condolences as things keep getting worse. It is time to rise up and hold our representatives accountable at all levels. I want representatives who will stand up against racism, who will stand up and support the diversity of our nation and our state, who will stand up for a strong criminal justice system that holds criminals responsible and keeps violent individuals locked up and off our streets, who support robust community mental health services, who support keeping guns out of hands of people who are just waiting for an opportunity to kill others. El Paso will never be the same because a race came to our city to try to make a point. It didn't work, though, because of the backlash of this community. As we hold national, state, and local politicians accountable, we will be the, we will be the only point that is being made. That's the type of response that you give to this type of shit. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> So, so if I may, I, I have two things. One is an ad directly to that. When he says that he came to that community, um, the shooter in El Paso lives in Dallas, Texas. That is a four to six hour drive. So that he was a planned very, everything. Del- yes. So additionally, I, while looking for the list of names of the uh, deceased victims in Dayton, um, ran across an article that should not surprise us, but is terrible because it tells us that according to multiple students at Connor Betts, the, the shooter's former high school, Betts kept a list of fellow students who he planned to target, CNN says. Boys' names were on a hit list. Girls' names were on an R list. They say the word, I'm not. Some of the girls listed whom Betts had approached for dates and were turned and turned him down. While others said they didn't really know. Uh, skipping a little bit, CNN reports that the school notified the police after discovering the list and expelled Betts, but he was later allowed to return to school. It is unclear whether Betts was charged at the time, and he was 17, and it would have been a juvenile had he faced any criminal charges. Further, the Dayton police chief, Richard Beale, has told the AP there's nothing in his this individual's record that would have precluded him from getting these weapons. This is problematic. I mean, first of all, there's no legitimate reason that any individual person who is not actively engaged in military issues, which that's a whole different thing, needs an assault weapon, let alone the ability to walk around with multiple 100-round magazines, which is what he had on him when he started shooting. That's and body too armor. Too many bullets. That's that's too. That's way too many bullets. He was using an AR-15 platform. Sure. Are they fun to shoot? I've shot one. I'm not going to lie. They're fun. You know what? There's no reason. There is no reason anyone needs them. Those those particular pieces of equipment are designed to do one thing, and that is do harm to others. They're not good for hunting. They're not really good for home defense. And you sure as heck don't need to walk around with one on your person for personal defense for any reason whatsoever. Also, from other reports, he had a second gun in his vehicle. The El Paso shooter had body armor, ear protection. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. This is not, yeah, those, I shared a picture to the, of the three most recent shooters, the garlic, well, the three big ones, the garlic festival, uh, El Paso and Dayton. They could Mm -hmm. be cousins. Easily. The bone structure, the choice of glasses, the haircut. It's like there's a fucking uniform for these idiots. And what drives me the most insane is that 
people can there's a beautiful post um i'll have to fish it up but you know i'm following more and more leftist shit about how um you know everybody everybody is in particular if you are a right-wing hate monger um talking about the fact that this fuckwit from dayton was a a an elizabeth warren supporter he was anti-fascist blah 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 no he was none of those things that's a fucking front it's called being a nice guy all you got to do give that fucker a trilby and have him say milady unironically outside of fair and you would think he was a radical conservative if you just looked at him if you put a trilby on him it's true there is no difference between that violent misogynist and any other um but the post was calling out um, leftist groups to not give violent misogyny a pass just because he uh, violent misogynist a pass just because they talk a good political game else, elsewhere. Um, there was some sex worker shaming in there because um, it's like violent porn is bad. Por- don't porn gifts don't give it a pass. Um, what they need to really do is not worry about uh, sex work references so much, but. How does the how does your brother comrade make your make the women and minorities feel while he's working with them? If they're uncomfortable, you need to get rid of him because he's not on the same page as you are. And I will point out for all of you gleeful haters, a lot of bo- a lot of guys who wanted to, the, the Bernie Bros who were all Bernie Bernie or nothing chose a violent racist and misogynist over an actually qualified candidate. So, I'm I'm calling it. I'm, yeah, I'm saying it. Just because you like a political candidate doesn't mean that you belong in the club. A lot of guys will present. If this Connor fuckhead was presenting as liberal, he was trying to get laid. So, and that's it. In that vein, I have found an article where uh, one of his ex girlfriends from earlier this year was interviewed. Oh, this poor girl. Apparently, they, they met at Sinclair Community College in a psychology class. Oh, that's um, no good. He's somebody who does not need psychology class, psych um, tools. They began dating this spring, a brief relationship punctuated by peculiar moments that she, I'm not going to say her name for her protection, even though it's out there, shrugged off. On one date, he took her to shoot a rifle. He often brought up mass murders when they spent time together, John, she told today. She said that he performed with an extreme heavy metal band known for sexually violent lyrics. On their first date, she said, he showed her body camera video from a mass shooting at a synagogue. Another time, he asked her to, are you ready for this? You're going to rage. Accompany him as he tried to drop off an anonymous letter to an ex-girlfriend. The letter's message, you can't escape your past, unnerved her, she said. His fixation on the ex, she said, was the final red flag. She ended the relationship through a text message and told friends she was scared by his actions. Yeah, he's terrifying. Yeah. Also, he's a in the fucking monster. In the depending on which timeline you're you're paying attention to, the 30 to 60 seconds he was pulling the trigger, he fired at least 41 shots. That's too many bullets. Yeah. That's in a crowded area too much yeah it's it's oh he's a self-described leftist oh um oh look twitter just suspended his account after the shooting one of the things about this is that they're talking about how these are cases that 
There are sick individuals that needed mental health. One, I would like to point out that, um, <clears throat> unfortunately, that we have this president. One of the first things that he went through and did when he became said president was remove ways of getting better mental health coverage and is still fighting the Affordable Care Act, which wants to remove mental health coverage from the act. Everything, you're saying one thing and your actions are going the other direction. So this is an issues of mental illness. The El Paso shooter released his manifesto about 20 minutes before he searched everybody. So he drove from Dallas to El Paso, released this, and then went to start shooting people. This is all premeditated. This isn't just someone that has a mental illness, period. Um, yeah, legally, and I thank you, Paul Holes, for all of this education. Um, legally, he's absolutely insane. He showed premeditation. He showed planning. He showed the ability to know right from wrong. Um, and he chose to do something wrong. There, if he's quote unquote mentally ill, it's the same sort of mental illness that gives us serial killers. And that's not an excuse. And that's not acceptable. Um, could a lot of serial killers have uh, benefited from greater access to mental health? Uh, yeah. But they still chose to find their outlet in violence. Ted Bundy didn't need to go to fucking law school and do all of the bullshit he did just to hook back up with his ex so he could dump her and then proceed to kill a bunch of girls that looked like her. No. No, he chose to be that way. You choose to lash out with violence. I would like to make a correction to one thing I said earlier when I mentioned that El Paso was about six hours from Dallas. I looked it up. It is nine hours from Dallas to El Paso. I posted a screenshot of a Google map direction set. That is, that is, that is not even a sudden mental snap of I'm going to drive somewhere and do something horrible. That is, I planned this out and took a long, long drive to get there. And this is, this is Texas where a lot of that area is pretty flat. So it's extra long. And the speed limit is 80 miles an hour, I'd like to point out. There are highways inside, air, you know, like in Austin, that the speed limit is 80. The toll road is, is 80 miles an hour that's inside the Austin metro area. So out in the middle of nowhere, yeah. I, I've gone across that road. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to do but think and listen to music. Or, you know, yeah. Yeah. ramp yourself up. Yeah. The, the, and- this can continued article on on this this Dayton guy's past you know there's another ex-girlfriend that's talking about he showed her poetry that he wrote that was full of sexual violence and and death and that his two-thirds of his high school class or a huge section I'm not sure it was two-thirds now um, a huge section of his high school class skipped the day that the news came out about his lists because they were terrified that they were on the lists and that he would act on them. Yeah. Um, 
the the girlfriend that was interviewed said that uh, she believes that his mental illness was never treated, though she doesn't believe it was the root cause of the violence. A, a woman who was intimate with this man says that any mental health issues he had was not the cause. That, that tells me he had clear intentions of violence. Ugh, 37 people have been treated for injuries, 14 with gunshot wounds. Um, uh, the bar manager, Dane Thomas, at Ned Pepper's credits employees with helping to save lives by getting the crowd out the back. Yeah. So, I mean, people reacted very well. Um, Speaking of employees and things and something else, touching on something else that you brought up earlier with your, your fears and your immediate reactions, um, a, a Facebook group that it consists of managers and booth owners and artisans for the, the fair that we both work. Um, Sunday began a discussion about, is there a plan for mass shooters? What do we do? Um, I, I, apparently at this point, um, a, any, a person who works for fair has said that there is, there are new plans in place and they will be given to us all in our check-in packets, uh, which we cannot get for another couple of weeks. I will point out, um, Many of the people who are managers or artisans or booth owners uh, have, have all come forth and said, so my personal plan is to funnel as many people as possible through my booth to the back and keep them away from the pathway so that first responders can act. And this is also where I'd like to point out that, you know, the good guy with a gun fallacy gets more people killed because people who are responding, whatever your feelings on police officers are, that's a separate issue right now. The more people they find in an area that's an active crime scene with weapons, that's more threats. Um, that just adds to problems. Don't, don't think that you're going to be a hero unless you are absolutely right on top of a shooter when it starts uh, because you deciding to brandish a weapon of any kind is it's just going to get more people hurt, killed, sad problems. Someone pointed yourself. out. Someone pointed out the old thing with the shooting in Texas. That this happened in Texas. Fucking Texas. A Walmart full of Texans could not stop a shooter. Neither can you. Yeah, it's, what do I do? There's no way I can drop the doors fast enough in my shop. I don't have doors in my shop. They're latched to the ceiling. Um, I'm, I think if we were in desperate need to get them down in a hurry, we'd find a way. But I shouldn't have to think of that. Shouldn't have to think. How do I get this plywood and these four by fours between my customers and harm? How fast can I close the door if he's coming our direction? Um, a lot of shops at fair. I mean, a convention center has finite entrances and exits. Exits, and when there's a, a con on, they usually try to monitor all of those. Ren fairs have one in and one out. I understand that. Because we're on private property, we are very much a go put that shit in your car. And from my personal sources, that people with weapons have been escorted off the property um, and thrown out of fair. That's great. We need bigger signs posted. We need it posted on the website. We need it. It needs to be visible. Your violence isn't welcome here. I have joked that fair is probably one of the least smart places to attempt a mass shooting. <laughs> Because so many people are walking around armed with steel. And string is not a uh, huge deterrent to pulling that weapon. And even if it's a cheap steel sword, I can still hit you once or twice before that 
she welded tang gives out and I just have a, a hilt. Or people are walking around with uh, walking sticks and staves that are several feet long. That's a club. Everybody is armed. Um, they may not have a gun, but we are walking around with the ability to defend ourselves. But that doesn't mean that I don't think, how do I, how do I protect people now? A few years ago, a gentleman was arrested at Phoenix Comic-Con with guns, knives, throwing stars, who said that he was there to kill bad cops and a performer that was scheduled to perform. He was arrested inside the, the, the convention center with weapons on him, including two forty-five caliber handguns, a four fifty-four caliber handgun. That is a cannon that you put in your hands, by the way. I have held one. That is, that is not something that any human being needs, period, period, full stop. Uh, a 12-gauge shotgun, a combat knife, pepper, pepper spray, and throwing stars that he walked into a Comic-Con with. So it's not a matter of when or if, but when again. Fortunately, he was stopped before he was able to do anything. And yeah, in um, 2015, um, actually, almost like almost four years to the day with that, um, there in Boston, the Pokemon World Championship, um, two guys from Iowa were trying to go through and shoot up Pokemon players. Yep, I remember that too. But seriously, it's like, even if we get new people into office, and I'm talking about all levels of office, um, we still have to deal with the fact that people have already been rallied up to try to do this type of thing. Because the follow-up with this and the thought patterns are horrendous. Let's talk about epic shit ton of racism that's followed with this. One thing that I was was I found while going through everything was that some people are already saying that these shootings are hoaxes. What? Yes. Um, one of the things that I want to bring up is that, for example, um, people are already on the white people are superior bandwagon. Uh, there was a a different Kentucky. Christian high school. Um, not the same one as the smug bastard that lost his court case, by the way. Um, Yay! Fuck you, you don't always get what you want. I was I was really hoping it was the same fucking yeah. look, look at this. Look, all Christian school Kentucky are apparently full of disgusting white boys. But there were high school kids with T. Mitch t-shirts on that were Carrying faces of Brett Kavanaugh, high fiving him, high fiving each other, and the the grossest thing was them holding a cutout of Cortez, AOC, and basically choking it. And one of the Instagram posts on that was, "Break me off a piece of that." Yeah. Uh. AOC called Moscow Mitch out on this, as uh, you sh- as anyone should, because it's extremely unacceptable. And Moscow Mitch's Russian team has stated that, oh, they're not a part of the campaign; they just have T-shirts on. Um, I'm sorry, they're associated with your brand. Handle your shit. Right. 
on top of that, right after these shootings, because this was at this convention that was basically a fundraiser to help McConnell get reelected, um, they had a graveyard of things that are supposed to die, including... Oh, yeah, this is horrifying. Not just things like rip socialism and things like that. Um, I have a tweet up, um, but his opponent, Amy McGrath, is on one of the headstones. Hours after the El Paso shooting, Mitch Connell proudly tweeted this photo. I find it so troubling that our politics have become so nasty and personal that the Senate Majority Leader thinks it's appropriate to use imagery of the death of a political opponent, me, as a message. Um, Amy, I want to let you know that as soon as I get a job, I don't live in Massachusetts, but you are going to be the very first political campaign that I donate to. Um, Because you're going to donate to her take things away from Mitch campaign? Yes. Because, oh yeah, um, other headstones are the Green Deal, the Green New Deal, Merrick Garland, so basically bragging about the fact that they didn't put uh, the proper judge on, and um, I can't even read the other one because it's a little bit too blurry on my screen, but yeah, um, Someone suggested that we just go through and do what we do with other countries and just boycott Kentucky until they get new leadership. Um, Yeah. um, When Uruguay says don't visit those people, they're crazy and violent, there's a problem. Right. And another thing that was brought up is that Obama didn't try to do anything about these shootings either. Obama did. They try. He tried to anyway. After the new the Newtown shootings in Sandy Hook, they tried to pass. They they had voted on in the damn House and Senate, and it didn't go through because the fucking Republican Party blocked it because they are owned by the NRA. Not to mention the fact that bringing back up you know an administration that is now at a minimum two years gone, three years gone. Uh, is deflecting from the current fucking issue. We can't do anything about what happened two, three, four, six years ago. Not the bill. Bill is correct. They did try. We need to do something now because it hasn't already happened. We need those idiots that keep blocking it to fucking stop. They need to, you know, do something now. I was over cringing every time I fucking heard sirens. I dealt with having to do that for years because of shit that happened to me in 2012. Now, in a place that I'm staying that's a block away from fire and, and police stations, every time I hear of siren, I cringe again. 3.9 miles from where the Dayton shooting was. Because somebody thinks it's okay for violent, reportedly violent people to purchase military-grade hardware and 100-round fucking magazines and instantly recognizable to officers on scene body armor. Yeah, you know what? Nobody needs that. This is a person that at one point in my life owned a sporterized, you know, non-brand name AK-47. I owned a Mac 90. Was it fun to shoot? Great. It does nothing else except for put holes in paper and holes in people. I sold it because I didn't. I kind of wish I'd destroyed it. And that's coming from me. But, you know, how many more children have to die at garlic festivals? 
how many more people have to die going out for a beer? Or going to Walmart to buy fucking diapers or school clothes. Because you know what starts in a week and a half in the state of Texas? School. Yeah, their schools go back that early. I just left someone very dear to me in Austin who has two children and is school shopping because they're getting ready to go back to school. That's why a whole bunch of those people were at that Walmart, was to buy their children clothes and school supplies. And some asshole, some white entitled fucking kid from Dallas drove fucking nine hours to shoot people because of where they were born or their ancestors were born and the amount of melanin that is expressing in their skin. Because somebody else thought it was fucking cool to teach him to hate people over fucking nothing. But we shouldn't talk about how, you know, we should get rid of Nazis and bigots. Also, I want to point out that there's a time and place for everything. And just like Mitch Tunnel, this wasn't a time to do this. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, he put out an insensitive tweet. I don't know if he followed up with an apology saying, you know, now that I think about the timing, yeah, that was a little bit insensitive. Um, I'm just checking right now. He he did a half-ass apology, actually. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson went through and wrote, in the past 48 hours, USA horrifically lost 34 people to mass shootings. On average, we also, in 48 hours, lose, and he goes to the list other things that had more deaths in 48 hours. This is not the time to go through and say something like this. Because, no. yeah, um, my intent was to offer objectively true information that might help shape conversations and reactions to preventable ways we die. Where I miscalculated was that I genuinely believed the tweet would be helpful to anyone trying to save lives in America. What I learned from the range of reactions is that for many people, some information, my Twitter feed in particular, can be true but unhelpful, especially at a time when many people are either still in shock or trying to heal or both. So if you're one of those people, I apologize for not knowing in advance what my effect tweet would have on you. I am therefore thankful for the candor and depth of critical reactions shared in my Twitter feed. As an educator, I personally value knowing with precision and accuracy, accuracy what reaction anything that I say or write will instill in my audience, and this time I got this one wrong. Um, but yes, going off and naming numbers about like something like this is not the appropriate time. The appropriate time is to go off and do something. And get things done. Now, I read parts of Trump's speech that he gave about oh my things. God. Yeah, I read um, because you have to still be the known to see what the other guys are doing and saying. And I forced myself to look in on it. While on the surface, it sounds like you might want to try to do something. The skeptical me is going, okay, you want to do this, but it's so really you can use this as a way to get other information to help you. Like he wants the FBI to have easier access to the internet to get things done. When really what is like, 
oh, I want to be able to go through and find my opponents with the FBI access and get things stunned to get them locked up or get them shamed out. Basically, everything that I read from what he was saying, I see him using as a political weapon to try yeah, to... exactly. Just like violent video games. If violence in video games caused violence in real life, I believe that pretty much everyone from my generation forward would be out shooting people up. Because I remember starting off with a Nintendo 2600 and having an NES and playing Super NES. I remember when all of them came out. And the plethora, the, 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 the huge, vast field of violent video games that were constantly thrown at us that were almost always, to without a fault, the most fun and well-developed games, I will point out, uh, because they had the most development and the most hype and everything else. You know, all of us played them. Almost all of us played them and played them a lot. Mortal Kombat is still a phenomenon. You don't see people out there trying to, you know, Hadouken, sorry, that's Street Fighter, but, you know, you don't see people out there just doing that because they grew up doing it to, I'm facing you in the streets and you gave me the look. Now we must fight to the death and Shaolong will take our souls. No, that doesn't happen because people have cognitive reasoning and go, hmm, maybe this isn't the time and place for these things. Maybe this isn't all right in regular society. But apparently some people were never taught or were taught that it was okay to take violence out on other people just because of the way they look, think, feel, act, love, what have you. But to counter that point, all right, Mm -hmm. when I was playing my violent video games, my violent video game was Wolfenstein, where it taught you to shoot Nazis. I mean, yeah, really, if the Wolfenstein generation isn't out there shooting... No, the Wolfenstein generation is still, you know, looking at Captain America and going, so we know we shouldn't shoot them, but Captain America says we can punch them. Yes. (laughs) Steve Rogers punched, you know, Hitler multiple times. Clearly, it's okay. And yet, the, the statistics, even though people crap on them all the time... So if you look at the number of times and the number of individuals that show up to, to anti-fascist rallies, whether they identify as full-on anti-fascist or Antifa or not. The, the minute number of times that they actually take out physical you know, aggression upon what I consider well-deserving Nazis and other fascists is tiny, absolutely tiny, because clearly they understand that, that, that violence, while it may be the only language that fascists understand, is still not the first best answer unless you're a bigot and fascist and racist and horrible person that hates people on the basis of they don't look just like me or the other four guys that have the same no chins sunglasses you know regular you know, weird glasses and haircuts that read the same manifestos and spell out trump in guns in pictures on their twitter what the fuck you saw that picture right yes how did that not get him immediately arrested? I mean, I, I, I have theories, but they're, they're clearly not you know, substantiated. And it has to do with most of the police officers probably went, he's one of us. He likes Trump and guns. But that's not fair either, because there are a lot of officers that are not in that camp. I'm, I'm very angry right now. I, I admit that. I'm going to place. It's the... Uh...
Well, one thing that might make you less angry is um, protesters in Hong Kong while doing this. This is something that was said to remind me of this. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, and I see that this, I can tell that this is going to probably wind up being adopted in many other protests, but um, protesters in Hong Kong learn to use a shield wall with umbrellas. To, oh my god, I, I, I shared this. It made me so happy. This fucking made me... To fire back tear gas canisters and rubber bullets. I'm so happy they learned how to phalanx. It delights me to no end, because this is how you... So, ha- have you seen the one about uh, how they have learned to neutralize them? The tear gas canisters? Oh, you're talking about the cone? Traffic cones. You drop a traffic cone over it and pour water into the top of the traffic cone, and it extinguishes the tear gas canister before anyone is affected. Yeah, but phalanx helps. Well, yes. I mean, a a combination of the two things is perfect. You know, and to be perfectly honest, these neo-Nazi fucks out there that are trying to appropriate our our reenactment and historical cultures that that are learning how to use shield walls, and they're showing up with with fucking shields. But they're bad at it. Well, they are bad at it. But, you know, I, I, I have this fear that sooner or later they're going to figure out how to not be bad at it. Because, unfortunately, there are a lot of people in some reenactment communities <clears throat> that, that are good at it. And they're being weeded out of those reenactment communities at an alarming rate, which is great. And I say alarming only because it's alarming how many of them were there already. Um, sort of like the, the the people that got in all sorts of trouble in the SCA because they tablet wove uh, a bunch of swastikas. Nope. Yeah, I was and admitted there for that. exactly what it was, and it was a gift to people who had just taken uh, uh, positions of monarchy, and they were like, "The fuck!" And the people were like, "Yeah, this is what it is. It's it's that straight up." And they're like, "Have it back. We don't want it." And oh, no. did they return the gift? Oh, they did. They absolutely returned the gift. Yeah, um, I have I have people in the skay. I have, you know, people with an ear in there. And yeah, it came up in our roundtable about uh, people using LARPs as fucking white supremacists using LARPs as a way to learn uh, combat tactics. The problem is, you have to be able to transmit that information. And based on the shield walls I've seen those fucks come up with, they're really bad at it. They can't... Yeah organize it because it requires them all to work as a common goal and really all they want to do is scream and they don't have any courage and to stand in a shield wall requires a ton of courage and trust and trust and you have got to have perfect faith in the person on your on your weak side um this is a historical fact um that's why sparta was so good they acted as one person. I got into it with some people about how Sparta was bad at fighting. No, Sparta was perfect because that's all they did. It's why Rome copied Sparta except, you know... Better. Well, it, well it's why Alexander <laughs> copied the standing army. Um, exactly. And Rome picked it up from there too because a standing army that is constantly training together learns to trust the person on their weak side. Um, other uh, polis city-states would, I believe it's crowd right? Mm, I think so. I My brain Make is... Sure th- like, the guy on the end would try to... 
tuck in so he would so the his the shields would overlap more and it would condense the line which yeah. is bad because that means the the opposing line and how ancients fought is you basically walked at each other with spears mm-hmm. until the stabbing could start with the spears <laughs> you didn't throw them you used them in an overhand downward stabbing to get over the top of the shield so yeah. All of these people were buff from just yeah. that motion. It's exhausting. I've tried it. Yeah. Um, you, you throw the phylums or the, 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 the javelins early. And yeah, most for the most part, that was sort of a threatening gesture. It would bind up shields and cause them to drop. Yeah, because they were usually made of, of, of softer metals like lead alloys because it was designed to puncture into the shield and then bend down and make it so you have to discard the shield. They weren't really meant. If they killed somebody, great. But um, you know, that as far as tactics, I'm not saying killing people is great per se. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it, there's things that this teaches us how to be, and it's good to see protesters of a good light adopting these tactics. I saw it firsthand in when I was at Occupy DC. Uh, may or may not have helped people understand how to strap hard objects to their arm and stand with each other in solidarity and thus make the police line opposite them less effective. And afraid. Oh god, yes. DC Metro does not like it when they face, you know, an organized group. I I don't think there is any police force that enjoys an organized group uh, because an organized group is dangerous. They've all decided on a goal. And whatever that goal is, they are going to make it very difficult for you to stop them. Which, I mean, is why I delight in watching. Um, there's a lot of circuses, white supremacist groups, and I enjoy watching them explode because there's a lot of lack of trust and there's a lot of scrabbling for power and there's a lot of infighting. It's dick waving. Call it what it, it is. Uh, I mean, yeah, dick waving. We can call it, it that. It really but, is. It's, it's, uh, they, they're pulling out their little tiny things and running it up the biggest flagpole they can find and saying, horror, horror, I'm best. And they're, they're not at anything except being the worst. Which is not ideal. Um, but keep being great at sucking because somebody has to do it. And we at least know who you are. And it's just watching them, watching them implode. Like there was a weird... A weird scandal where one fucking Nazi was boning another fucking Nazi's wife behind his back. And they were leaders and best friends. And when it came out, the white supremacist group literally collapsed on itself and disappeared. Yep. Actually, that happens kind of a lot. They're they're really terrible even to each other. It's great that they are. But, uh, yeah. It saves some trouble. But just the, they don't have it. And they'll never have it. Thankfully. It was recently shared around the Empire Discord game. Um, it doesn't matter how few years ago of the man just, a, man just, a black man just cold talking and punching the fuck out of Nazi in Seattle. Two years ago. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Twitter actually tracked old. him down. <laughs> um, the Nazi? Or yeah, the so w- the, the, the Nazi. So what happened was is, uh, somebody reported. That they were, that, hey, somebody got on Twitter and said, hey, guys, so uh, be, watch out for this area. There's a dude running around screaming hateful shit with an, uh, arm, a Nazi armband. And then somebody else tweeted out, hey, so dude is now on this bus harassing people of color. And they started calling it out. And then so the, the local Antifa group started coordinating the location and tracking him to a spot. And he was 
uh, engaged by a group of people that culminated in that the the event that was is now memorialized in video and uh, GIF format um, of him just getting straight knocked the fuck out, just one punched right in the jaw. But yeah, that was a concerted community effort. Going, there's this Nazi fuck running around being a Nazi fuck. And tracking him down for community members to go find him and send him a message that not in our fucking town. Yes, and that's very satisfying. And I'm coming back around to the, you know, when is the the appropriate time to act? And it's when there's a Nazi walking around doing Nazi shit. You punch them. When your governor is having the unmitigated gall to stand up in a city where there's been a mass shooting. I have a quote that I think is... um relevant go for uh, it it's a double um unfortunately we lost tony morrison yes um uh, ohio native yes one of the quotes <laughs> that she wrote um in mouthful of blood uh this year um our past is bleak our future dim but i am not reasonable a reasonable man adjusts to his environment an unreasonable man does not all progress therefore Depends on the unreasonable man. I prefer not to adjust to my environment. I revert. I re, I refuse the prison of I and choose the open spaces of we. I thought that was appropriate in this case. Mm-hmm. It is. So, anything else that we want to really go off and rage against the machine about, or cheer with the machine about? Um, I we've got a ton of links to post. I found, like, right before we got into the meat of it, a state from the American Psychological Association CEO. Um, it's a huge, it, it's not huge, but it's dense. Um, um, it's uh, the statement of Arthur C. Evans, Jr., PhD, CH- CEO of the American Psychological Association, in react to pres- reaction to President Trump's statements today regarding gun violence and mental illness. I can read it. Or we can just post it um, directly. Uh, the, incr- the, the critical quote is, The United States is a global outlier when it comes to horrific headlines like the ones that consumed us all weekend. Although the United States makes up less than 5% of the world's population, we are home to 31% of all mass shooters globally, according to a CNN an- analysis. The difference is not explained by the rate of mental illness in the U.S., the one stark difference, access to guns. Which reminds me of another thing that was posted. Um, just to point out how other countries do the shit properly. Um, this is from a, someone I follow, uh, Stance Grounded, um, at underscore SJ Peace underscore. When 51 people were shot up and killed by a white supremacist in New Zealand, the Prime Minister... Jacinda Ardern called him a terrorist, consoled the Muslim community, hugging them and letting them cry on her shoulder, got assault weapons banned immediately after one mass shooting. One. She visited the 49 injured in the hospital, consoling them, entering using the Muslim greeting. Um, I I was going to butcher the greeting, but it's peace be upon you, making sure they felt comfortable as possible, also made sure all the medical bills were paid for. Damn. So, 
Yeah, that's a leader that does something when things happen. We don't have a leader right now. We don't have the right people even under the leader, so the, the so-called leader, because they keep protecting him. We need to vote people out of office. I hope that some of the people that are currently running for president on the Democratic Party, if they have the option to do so, decide to go through and possibly run for Senate if they don't have someone that could run for the campaigns, because, yeah, we might be able to go through and get McConnell out of office, but the Republicans still have majority, and it's just going to be up to the next Republican to protect whoever's ass there is. Yeah. So we need we need we need a, we need a cleanse. Call your uh your uh what is it the the GOP party representative? The racist in charge. No, what's Jan? What's her name? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think of GOP in charge, and I'm just like racist in charge. Um, I don't know her name. I don't. I, I um, right the one in charge of Ohio. Find the one in charge. Find whoever's in charge of the GOP in your state and call them. Lean on them. Say this is. Say we need to change. You need to do something. Lean on your lead. Are you are you liberal? Do you live in a uh, red district? Fucking call them. Get up their asses. Crash their phones. Crash their email servers. Um, Ohio has been very effective in effecting change when we have banded together. So there might be gerrymandering, but they still represent us, and they need to be held accountable. Sorry, I just saw the 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 who that that bitch blamed. So many things, yes. Yeah, and and given who you know some of our friends are. Yeah, it's super ineffective. It's super inappropriate, and I am very proud of the the GOP chair for being like, "How about no? How about you can fuck right off and get How a about you job? can quit? <laughs> um, because you're unacceptable. I want that energy. Um, I want people to take that energy from her taking a stand and push harder. There are other people in the Ohio General Assembly who need to fucking go because they're divisive. There are people in every General Assembly in every state who need to go. And not every state is going to be as open to pressure or, you know, not everybody who is a Republican is a complete bag of shit. There are Republicans who have been horrified and have wondered what happened to their party. They need to know that there are people who want them to take the to take the GOP back and go back to arguing about how much we're paying for screws on battleships. Because we have it on audio tape just how much of a racist Ronald Reagan was. Oh God. Yeah, we've got everything. There's always receipts. Um, One of the things that was pointed out is that. Many of the people like AOC and everything like that talking about the Republican Party, they don't re- they weren't around when the Republican Party was the Republican Party of quote unquote old. All that they've seen has been the constant shit that the Republican Party has been heaping on America. So 
Yeah. Today's Republican Party is not the Republican Party of Abraham Lincoln, who is his own set of problems as well. Well, Yeah, but then everybody back then was their own set of problems. (laughs) It's it's not even the, I don't even think it's the Republican Party my dad recognized. No, it's not. It, it, it's, it's not. And my dad, I'm sorry, I got distracted. Bill cut uh, this out. I got distracted. My cat was slow blinking at me. Um, so I had to blink back. It's Parker. She's here in the office. Hi, Parker. She's slow blinking. And I had to blink back because uh, she's missing her pawpaw. Um, yeah. But ugh, he didn't vote for Trump because he saw what that man stood for and went that's not me so there are Republicans I, I don't know who he voted for he might not have filled in that box or whatever um, in Ohio you can skip boxes and not tally a vote um, I don't know that's between dad and God and his conscience how he voted um, but there are honestly good people who would like us to not spend so not spend money frivolously and once upon a time, that not spending money frivolously shit was a Republican uh, tentpole of their entire platform. They have since dropped that, as we all know. They're really good at spending tons of money. No, 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 no. Okay. They're still about not spending money frivolously, just on the shit that they need to spend it on. I consider most of that shit to be frivolous. Um, Very frivolous. Not their money. Give more money to millionaires. Uh, you know, they don't need it. Trickle down economics. Bullshit. Trickle down further into their own pockets. And I want to bring up one more point that someone made. Um, for people that are saying, just wait for the old white people to die off. Let's just point out the fact that um, the El Paso shooter was 21. Dylan Roof, Charleston, 21. James Fields, Charleston, uh, Charlottesville, 20. Nicholas Cruz, Parkland, 19. John Ernest Poway, 19. The T. Mitch kids, probably anywhere between 16 and 18. No, new racists are not only getting recruited, but they're self-recruited. And they're also being raised by said old racists, by the way. Because hate is taught, hate is learned. Yes. Until until people stop telling us that we cannot make an abject stand and and say that these things are not okay to even give any space to the shit's going to keep going on. I am it's all so for liberty and freedom out of the wazoo. Like there's nobody that knows me that can, de- can debate that other than just to play devil's advocate. But I draw the line at ideologies of hate and violence and bigotry. That shit gets no fucking space. End of story. Full stop. Yeah, it's the paradox of um, tolerance. Tolerance. Yeah. The only way for tolerance to thrive is to ruthlessly crush intolerance. Yeah. Or as the agent said in Firefly, "Oh no, that perfect world isn't for me. I am the monster that has to create it." Granted, it's not the best example because what he was trying to create was terrible. But that sort of you have to do bad things to make a good place. Because you have to do bad things to get rid of the bad things. Because violence only understands violence. It's unfortunate. Unfortunately, it's also why we have the largest military budget on the planet. But I mean, that's we could taken do with, to an extreme. Uh, yeah, and we're not spending that money correctly. That's a completely different podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other rant session. About how 
support the troops, support the troops, support military spending. Nobody is spending that money on veterans or troops. They are spending it on material, which is bullshit because people are more important. Yep. Done. Do we want to do our... Yeah, let's, 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 let's get out of here before we go further. Yeah, do we want right, to do so our safety oh, thing? Yeah, I was going to say, before we do our close, um, we'll go through and get this set for uh, a slow speech on. Um, unfortunately, as some people may know, um, Noelle has recently had a couple of her fur babies go, go to the feet of bass, so to speak. Yeah, that's a that's a very um, poetic way, and I use it as a poetic way of saying I traumatically lost a cat this week. Um, his name was Murray. He was a very handsome, very loving. He would mouth grab you, pets, and he got overstimulated. He would sit on my head and purr until I felt he was a good boy. We tried to be good pet parents. Um, my husband wrote something very eloquent. Uh, to read it, check out Downrange with Horn Woods Runner Facebook because he's got a, a huge, uh, beautifully written thing there. But we used Ron Murray, a product by Adams Lee and Tick. Oh, I found it. Um, there is a chemical called pyrethrins. It's a chrysanthemum-derived pesticide commonly used in pet shampoo to control flea ticks. It is toxic to cats. Central Garden and Pet Company, under the brand name Adams, markets products containing pyrethrins as safe for dogs, puppies, cats, and kittens. This includes both pet shampoo and flea and tick spray. This is not, they're not safe for cats. Murray was based with this shampoo and it, the toxic reaction uh, set, off a, set off a chain of events that led to death. Check your product labels. Look for this shit. Um, my husband is devastated. I'm distressed. But I'm kind of in a different place because I know, you know, we can't, while we are blaming ourselves because we trusted a company to do right, <laughs> capitalism. Um, and the, the, this is the most important thing is that this stuff is safe for dogs. You need to know that it is safe for dogs and it is the worst part because um, you might think you're think you're safe um think your animal's safe you know just I, I lost my train of thought i'm so upset um it shouldn't be in any pet products if it's if you if it's not safe for some pets it shouldn't be around all pets because in a multiple pet household you cannot be certain that your cat is not exposed it's also toxic to other pets um it's pretty much only safe for dogs and there's no antidote to the uh, to the poison. Um, there's just stuff they can try. So read your labels. Um, I would like to point out that Bill posted about it. And um, while in my original story about how there was a problem and we had to go to the vet with Murray, that, uh, you know, I grabbed the link from Chewy about the product we use. And uh, Bill tweeted about it and used the same link. And Chewy was right there with their "What can we do?" So I'm going to tell him change the labeling in the in the uh, on your website. Yeah, I I did respond back after that. I said I wrote thank you. Unfortunately, your link did uh, your link held the product that was the Adams Pet Care, and I 
he tweeted them directly with that product in question. But the only thing that could be said is not to sell a product that is labeled safe for cats, but is but isn't, so other people don't have to go through the same thing. Yeah, which, which currently also involves a large vet bill to try to save the cat. Um, Chewy responded yeah. back to that. Um, the health and well-being of your furry friends is our number one priority here at Chewy. We'll pass along. We'll pass this along to our team. Rest assured, your concerns are heard. We're selling. We're sending all of our love to Noel. And I, I, we do. We are not being paid for this. Okay, so this, I want this to be free and accessible to everybody, and mm-hmm. not just a Patreon rant. Because this, all right. um, this is gonna. This um, David's post has been shared and shared and shared and shared, and discussions on it are helping bring attention to this problem that the products are not safe that are marked safe it's like putting lead in paint yeah it's perfectly safe until you have a small child and they eat it um i appreciate that chewy is right there um we had used chewy to get food for whisper no longer needs a special food um he was very bonded with murray and he has gone to be with his brother um they're going to be cremated together he died in my husband's lap last night, but he was ready to go, and it's okay. It's, um, I cannot say that we bathe both Whisper and Murray in this product. Whisper showed no signs of of poisoning. Yeah, baby, I'm right here. I, I don't, oh, my, my cat is crying. Because mm. she's in the office and she's looking for someone. Parker, I'm right here. Okay, cut the pathetic part out. Um. But that's what makes it hard. Yeah, it's the. I know I didn't say fuck nearly enough this episode. I'm sorry, guys. It's all right. I was trying to make up for it. There will be more fucks next week. Um, I've had a shit week, but here I am bringing you some hate, some some anger. Um, we did use Chewy. We will probably continue to use Chewy to order cat litter. We very much appreciate their attention to this matter. And they didn't even have to respond. Yeah, they didn't have to say anything. This was they just, just on their link. Yeah, they just like, oh, they grabbed a link for a product. They didn't. They didn't contact to find out. Well, did you buy it from us? They did nothing because we didn't buy the shampoo from Chewy. We bought it from a local grocery store. Yeah, that's why I said. Unfortunately, it was just that their link held held the product. I went through and noticed that. After, because I wanted to do some research afterwards, because mm-hmm. I don't ha- I don't have to bathe pets. I wanted to make sure that this wasn't like a I wanted to make sure that this wasn't like a chewy generic brand. Then I found that was like sold everywhere else too. Um, yeah, this is uh, this brand and this imprint Adams is available at Meyer, which is where we bought it. It might be available at Kroger. I haven't looked. It's it also available- at PetSmart, things okay. like that. It's at Which means your it's, pet it's store. at least national. Yeah, yeah, it's a national brand. It's in your store. Don't buy it. It has a fifty percent chance of killing your cat. Um, which is a hundred percent too much. Yeah, which is a hundred percent too many dead cats. Um, so my husband's awake, and I'm getting stink eye. So I should probably stop talking. Okay. Um, All right. Well, yeah, this is the the closer to the episode, and so with that, please check your product labels. Please write 
um, the aforementioned company. We will make sure that their address is available and tell them to stop labeling these products safe for cats. And let's let's do something about the fact that Murray isn't the only one who has been made sick by this toxin in a pet product. I'm just going to be the loudest person about it. <laughs> Second loudest. I'm sorry. I was corrected. So, call to action. Write your GOP party representative in your state. Tell them to get rid of the fucking racists. Write this company. Tell them to stop using poison that's toxic for 50% of the pets in American households. And remember, don't shoot your fellow people. Yeah, and don't murder people. Um, and I'm going to tell Craig to get the fuck out because... Uh, I, I just like to end this with a note of um, watermelon is a summer pumpkin. Okay, I forgot. We had a question. I don't have a question, so it's a call to action this time. We'll post it on the Facebook page. It'll be posted on the blog. It'll be... We will make shit available. Um, so go forth and do good. Don't murder people. All right. Punch Nazis. So, um, again, our address is sexchromosomepodcast.com. You can write us at write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. All of our social media is linked at the on our website so you don't have to go through and you so you have no excuse not to where not to find us or something like that. Uh, yeah, my you, name I want to thank Brian for showing up with us today. Thank you for having me. And it's always a pleasure. Uh, I'm Noel. I'm Bill and this is where we awkwardly end the show. Yes. Um so we're gonna tell Craig to get the fuck out. Get out. Fool Bye. Craig. Goodbye bot. Bye.